0: Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at eBayMotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
1: That's right. We're riding with the king. It is time to talk to Howard Eskin here on the midday show. Howard, how you doing today?
2: I'm exhausted. Absolutely <laughs> exhausted.
1: You know what? I don't well, know it matter. matter. You're, you're not happened. the only well, one. Uh, king. The reason
2: I'm exhausted. For how long have I been telling you that? Daryl Morey is a fraud. He's a con man. Uh he's never won anything in his life as an executive. And you know and then I hear these these dopey people say you just don't like the sector. You just don't like the Sixers. Uh, I'm exhausted because when that trade happened, I said it was a bad trade. And then shortly afterwards, I, I found out from two independent sources, they could have gotten a Tyrese Halliburton and Buddy Heald instead of that stiff James Harden and given up one less first-round draft pick, which then they could have used to trade Tobias Harris. We go right down the line. Uh, he I talked to an executive in the NBA this morning who said when he calls teams, and they don't? a lot of them don't even take his call. Uh, they have somebody take the message. But when they get back to him, he's unreasonable in every uh, trade option he has. That's why he can't make trades. And why he got taken by the Nets. Don't think, oh, they got rid of Ben Simmons. Yeah, but that, that, that's great, but they didn't have to take that trade. Then he brings in more Houston Rockets, and there's a guy in the front office he helped bring in from the Houston Rockets. This is... You got to start, you just got to blow it up. And you, uh, I, I guess you, you keep Morey to get rid of Harden. Then you blow up Maury. <laughs> then Josh Harris has got to sell the team because now I don't know that the Sixers have presented him any game balls like the Washington Commanders have. Uh, it, it's it's a joke. And then they, they want this, this farce of an arena. You think Daryl Maury is the only one that lies? Almost every piece of information that's come out about that arena is a lie lie mistruth whatever you want to call it it's all bogus this is who they are it's the worst ownership in the history of my life in Philadelphia it's the worst. Absolutely the worst. Howard, why—and
1: that's pretty strong, what you said there at the end. H- Howard, why do you think Maury, for so many people around the NBA, g- gets a pass? Because he's friendly with the media? Like It's almost like the Wizard of Oz. I agree with you. He is a fraud. His career is really not as great as people make it out to be. And yet everyone's like, well, he knows what he's doing. He doesn't. He d- he's shown over and over. He doesn't know what he's doing. Why do you think— so few have been willing to call him out on this obviously you you started a while ago but it it's quite clear to me now this guy is not as good as people think he is
2: well uh, he kind of even he's he's even nice to me but i but i understand even though he knows i kill him Uh, But that's what he is. He's a a con man. And the media in Philadelphia, for the most part, I'm not going to say everybody, for the most part, are soft. And then he gives Woj. Woj is a double agent. Uh, He gets paid by the NBA. He gets paid by ESPN. He's a double agent. And then they give Woj information. So he never really, has he ever criticized uh, the Sixers or Daryl Morey with the disaster that this has been? And I think that's why I, I think that's why he gets a pass. Joel Embiid, everybody thinks he's a great guy. He gets a pass. I mean, it's just all he does is whine and cry. And uh, I, I talked to somebody who was at the wedding. who don't even get me started on the wedding in in the Hamptons. Uh, It was at the wedding, and they knew a couple of weeks ago this was going to happen because now Embiid is trying to take sides. So they're boys. So now that's going to start. Embiid likes the comfort here, but I don't think Nick Nurse is going to let him do what Brett Brown and what Glenn Rivers let him do, whatever he wanted to do. Uh, It's just... I, I, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm exhausted. I, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm telling you, I told you before, they should take Daryl Morey out in handcuffs for stealing money. It's <laughs> a, it's a disgrace. It's so, a so, disgrace. so, so how, how do you, how do you, how do you, how do you uh, suggest we fix this situation? Well, you, you got to just get rid of Harden. That's number one, and then you got to trade Embiid. I know people, oh, you can't trade that beat, You get, they're not going to win. What are they going to win? What are they going to win? What are they going to go out in the second round again? I don't even know if they're going to get to the second round. They're not going to win. So you got to just take whatever draft picks you can get for Joel Embiid and start over. But Maury won't do it because he's trying to last out the two years left on his contract. Uh, it, it, to think that they can win with this team, to call them a title contender, is a flat-out lie. It, it's it's lie. It's just—it's another lie. It's—it's a con job. They've raised ticket prices for their fans again. It is an awful situation. But they got to blow it up. And this time, when they blow it up, after they blow it up, get rid of Daryl Morey and get somebody in here that knows basketball and is not on social media all the time and not all these games and. I, it, it, they got to blow it up. They really do. And people don't want to hear that. Oh, we got to start over again. I'm going to say something. And I may regret saying this. Sam Hinky might have been scam Hinky, Excuse me. Might have been better than Daryl Moore. He
1: was oh! Howard. He was. Now he, now he did it, He did the job that, like, the, the, the task at hand at that time. He did his job better than Moore's than his. All right, Howard. Let's get to a team. Well,
2: because you know he didn't know players, but at least he had some. He didn't play favorites all the time,
1: and at least he had he had an idea of what he was trying to do. Now maybe he, like you said, he didn't land the plane yeah. quick enough, but he was trying to get yeah. the mass set. I think did
2: the executive said to me, he still remembers that line. What do Oh, uh, of course he point? does.
1: <laughs> that, that's that's an all time. All right, Howard. Let's get to a team that actually does know what they're doing. The Philadelphia. The Eagles. Howard, uh, give us a couple thoughts on the first preseason game. Who stood out to you? I know it's just a preseason game, but g- give me a name or two that you thought stood out a little bit. And, and it could be a good way or not a good way, but just g- give us a name or two you noticed on Saturday night. Well,
2: I mean, Jalen Carter didn't play that much, but he played enough to see that mm-hmm. he's going to be a player. Jordan Davis, uh, I think just seeing him in practice uh, as much as anything else, is now, I think he was a little soft last year. Uh, soft in terms of hard work, maybe. Uh, he's going to be a player. Uh, I know uh, Merrill is uh, has a love affair with Sidney Brown, but I think he's going to be a nice player too. Uh, so, but I, he, if they get the pass rush, and they'll get a pass rush, you don't really have to worry as much about. Okay, well, you're worried about the linebacker situation, and I know that'll be a part of it. And and you hope that Smith, uh, you know, kind of learns quickly. But I think they're going to be okay in the secondary. You know, the safeties are still unsettled. Uh, the corners are, are, are fine. But I remember when uh, the Giants beat the Patriots when they were undefeated. They didn't have a good secondary, but they had a great pass rush. And that changed, and Brady had no time. And that's what you got to do. They're going to score points. Uh, the offense, obviously, Swift, you saw him on the run. Uh what was it steam uh looked uh looked good so they got some young players but the thing that you can't just ignore the fact that the eagles backup players are playing against the other team's backup players so are you playing against the the better players of the other team you know you see what they do so you get a feel for that a little bit more uh but I'm disappointed that we won't see uh, that we won't see starters uh, in this game or the last game. I, you gotta see somebody, don't you? I mean? You, you gotta play a little. Yeah, bit.
1: it would make it more interesting. Now we do get him in the joint practice, Howard. How nervous we should we be? Because we know they lost the game Saturday. That's just that. That's just one yeah. preseason game. But Howard yeah. Elliott said they lost the practice yesterday, so they're owing two now this summer. Should we? Should we start oh, being nervous?
2: Oh, you know what? <laughs> When I saw that from Elliot, and I rarely read that nonsense <laughs> that he puts out on, uh, he's a twit at putting that on Twitter. I really, I mean, I was so distraught. I mean, I couldn't even get to sleep last night knowing that they lost the practice, but now they're six and two in joint practices. Nick Sirianni has only won one preseason game, but you know, none of that matters. So
1: is today a must win? That's really the question. It's, it's a today, must win, must we'll win ju- today.
2: John Harbaugh's 24 uh, uh, straight wins in preseason. It's just, hey, let me just, the one thing I noticed, and I, I do want to say this, Nick Seriani, he can say what he wants, and he said, well, I want to win every game. He really wanted to win that game. And the reason I say that. I felt that. On that on that two-point conversion, and I'm standing there, and I didn't find out what, Engada, I guess is how you pronounce his name. Nick Seriani went off on him. Went off, and that's who the pass was intended for. So obviously, he made uh, some mistake on the route. Went off. He showed me he really, I mean, it's not just a successful play. He wanted to win that game. And then he hugged him after he, went, he jumped all over him. He hugged him and he realized, but I saw his emotions. He wanted to win that game so badly. You know, I don't care. I mean, who cares whether Harbaugh's won 23 in a row and now 24? He wanted to win that game. Uh, I mean, it's just – so you see that out of him, and that's a good – not that he doesn't want to win the game, but there was just something a little extra there, and I did notice that. What was there, about seven minutes left when that when that touchdown was scored? So, uh, yeah, it's just – we're going to get to see the backups. Uh, the backups will win some jobs. The backups will get some jobs in other places. And there's some players that will lose jobs because of the way the backups play. So I, I guess we can kind of look at that. And the joint practices are all, you know, I, I, and I'll say this. Uh, John Harbaugh said it to me and other coaches have said it to me when I talked to him before the game on Saturday. He says they ought to eliminate these games. He's, you know, he, he laughed when I says, you're 23-0, you must do something at the end. He's, nah, 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 nah. well, yeah, he does. He's got to do something. But he said they ought to eliminate these Put the joint practices on TV. I agree. Sell tickets. And that's when, you know, because you can't tackle, but that's okay.
1: I mean, Howard, if they put those on NFL Network, people would watch them all day there's long. No,
2: there's no question, yeah. but they wouldn't get as much money. And I don't know how many, but people would still, if they had 50,000 people, now not the same price as you pay for tickets, 50,000 people for the, for the practice at the link, Um, And that's what you do because next year, I think next year, they're going to have 18 games and, and you know, then only two preseason games, but it's a good, and another one of the coaches told me that, that they ought to eliminate the games and just put the joint practices on TV. Mother's day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from blue Nile from timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones. Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com.
0: That's BlueNile.com. Howard, wouldn't they hold back some of what they're like putting out there on... Because they're going to be on film, right? So they wouldn't run real plays. It would basically just yeah. be a preseason game again that well, they televise. They're renaming the preseason. Yeah. Well,
2: I, I, I would say that, that what you would get, because to your point, Kyle, you are right. They're not going to show a whole lot. But what you would get is that you would get a little bit more action than you probably would in a preseason. Starters, yeah. the, yeah, the starters. You would see the starters. Oh, right, you'd but, see Hurts, yeah. yeah. But the other thing is they're not showing plays now. Do you think they don't game plan? They don't really show plays. I mean, some teams... I can't believe did the Ravens blitz on one of the, on the yes. first series. Yes, yeah, you're <laughs> yes they did. Yeah, you are wondering why.
0: Why what Harbaugh's doing to win these preseason games. He's, he's doing trying. that, and he's putting in Huntley his second string when we have our I third know. and fourth stringers in. He's I will joke. say this. I will say this, though, man. Like like,
2: and I don't know if that's going to happen because you do put in some basic concepts when yeah, you when okay. you when you look at the the joint practices as opposed to watching preseason games, there are some concepts that you want to go over, like certain things that you might want to run during the season that you might want to go in and put in against people that you know aren't that familiar with them or whatever. So, yeah, there's a little bit of that. But, yeah, to your point, that would be more exciting because I'm not going to lie, I want to see the practice today. Yeah, and if they don't tackle, they don't tackle because you can't hit anybody anyway. It's You know, it's kindergarten when you're hitting people. Uh, It's just nobody hits anybody because then there's a penalty uh, as it is. But No, I I just – I think it would be – and you keep score. You actually keep score, and you have a joint practice, and you run plays, and there's fourth downs, and, you know, and if you want to punt, you still get your punter in there, and you get coverage teams, but you can't tackle. Uh, So, yeah, I I think for the fans – they're just starving, starving yeah, they want for fun. football. It's like
1: the field of dreams. Like if you build it, they will come. If you televise it or you sell tickets, people will watch this stuff. Howard, I agree with you. We appreciate you hopping you know, on. I'll
2: say this, too, you know, about the Eagles. Mm-hmm. I had a, a college coach call me, uh, I guess, after the Phillies, before they lost the, the two straight games uh, uh, to Minnesota. And he said, You know, I was talking to somebody in my office, and I think baseball. Fans really love baseball in Philadelphia more than they love football. He says you're not even close. Mm -mm. I mean, the Eagles can you know uh, can do nothing. They can walk across the street, and with you, Nitwits on WIP, it's a story. Uh, It's a big (laughs) one, and we'll talk about it all day. (laughs) So it's just it's something about football, and that's what the people want. I mean, it's. It's crazy, and I've seen the difference when baseball was was king here. Before I was king, Uh, baseball was king, and it it kind of it just it became football. 20, 12 months a year. It's unbelievable.
1: It is. And we got a good team to watch again this year. Howard, we appreciate you hopping on and uh, and make sure you tell us what happens at a must win practice today for the Eagles. Oh, all right. I'm
2: telling you. I hope they. You don't want to go on a losing streak going into your last joint practice this week. I don't week. want to
1: come in here worried tomorrow about the season. So they got to get a win today. Howard, we'll talk soon. Thank See you. Guys later. There he goes. Howard day. Eskin, the king. Uh it's pretty strong words. And listen, I mean, his view on Daryl Moore, he he was ahead of the curve on this. He was the first one I remember talking to him here that said, you know, this more guy's not that good. And he hasn't been that good for the Sixers. Hugh and I both believe he should be fired. 215-592-9494. As we discussed the Harden disaster, the comments. Can we play those again if people just, you know, maybe a little under a rock the last day or so? Like, what are they, why are they so upset? Well, here was uh, James Harden a couple days ago in China, listen to what he had to say about uh, Daryl Morey. Daryl
0: Morey is a liar, and I will never be a part of an organization that he's a part of. Me. Let me say that again. Daryl Morey is a liar, and I will never be a part of an organization that he's a part of. Yeah. I, think a part of- <laughs> I
1: love the oohs and the aahs that after his